live from the Below the Yellow Line studio, it's the Below the Yellow Line podcast. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast. It's been a string of guests in the recent days and today we have uh, one that is a little more near and dear to my heart as it comes a little more from home. So Mr. Mooney, if you would, go ahead and introduce yourself. Well, Mooney Star, Baseball Motor Speedway in Baseball, Arkansas. Good to be on here today. Glad to have you on, sir. Um, you know, I, I want to know because it feels like a lot of track owners, especially short track owners across the country, when you go and, and hear their story, and it seems to be the same for you as well. You've been in the business for, you know, decades now. Just how did you get into it, and, and how have you been able to stay in it for so long? What really makes you enjoy it so much? Well, I mean, number one, you have to do what you said. You have to enjoy it to be in this business because there's good nights and bad nights financially and good nights and bad nights. The racers tell you what they think. So, but uh, that's, just part, that's just part of the business. This is, uh, it's just adrenaline rush. It's like people that go to the lake and ski. They love it. Big, these people plan a hunting trip for three months that they're going to go kill a big deer in Wyoming. And now that interests me. Speed, cars, noise. I love racing. I love them. See them three, four wide. I don't care if they're running 20 mile an hour as long as it's a good race and racing two and three wide. So, yeah, I've been in it. This is my 31st year to own this uh, racetrack. And uh, today's world, that's like I'm probably one of the oldest left because – you hear tracks go in and out every year just about absolutely and you know it's sad that a lot of short tracks are going out of business but always makes me really happy especially a track kind of in my backyard to see a track like you're still you know thriving and so healthy and still bringing in good crowds and a lot of uh, attention from from drivers um as well and one driver that that kind of cut his teeth you know at the track and around the area certainly um mark martin um an ascar legend probably you know one of the greatest drivers it's not the greatest driver to, to never win a cup championship but was named one of the 75 greatest this year what does it mean for you especially as as the owner as the promoter of the track and i'm sure it draws in a lot of extra eyeballs to have somebody like mark you know from that track and from that general uh, home area well, you know, it doesn't hurt, and we that's where we've been blessed because we produce such great racers because this racetrack is so demanding, and it's very fast. And a lot of guys that come here once or twice, they don't come back because well, they'll, they'll tell you it's too fast and it scares them. Well, my deal is you shouldn't have a race car if you don't want to go fast, but it's, it's very demanding. We've had a lot of guys from our area that is – I would say the National Dirt Hall of Fame, we got uh, four guys from our area that's made that, and I credit a lot of it to their racing style that they've learned here and built up over the years and went nationally and raced all over the country. But anytime there's a race around the country, I'm going to make up a number, but I'm going to say 60% of the time, the winners come that used to race here, whether it be in a modified, a stock car, or a late model. You know, if you race out here, you, you become one of the best around. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, if you can conquer this, you can conquer anywhere. Um, and I've seen, I haven't, uh, I hopefully can make it up there for a race one day. I haven't been able to see one yet, but I've seen uh, races online. I saw one from Flow Racing a few months ago. And, you know, I, I've been to a few dirt tracks, a few short tracks in my time, but I've never seen a track 
if I had to compare it to anything, I compare it to like a shorter, like the Darlington of the, the Southern short track scene, just cause it is, it's so demanding. It's a track that really takes, you know, all of it out of you. When you get out of your car, you know you've given it all and that's great, especially for young drivers because, I mean, they, they should know already, but driving a race car is a very difficult thing to do. And to have a track like that where they can kind of go and cut their teeth, um, is great and it's awesome you know you were talking about how many people in the dirt hall of fame that, that you have that have come through there and it's it's great to have that that track record you know you know you know if you want to get somewhere especially you know maybe if you're around arkansas around the batesville area you got to go to the batesville speedway because you know there has certainly been some talent um that's been carved out there uh, well it's very it's very demanding and man, when you come and sit in the grandstands you don't really realize how banked it is if you ever have a chance to you know after the races or something to go look i mean it's a, it's a, from the bottom of the racetrack to the top of the racetrack is about 24 foot so it, it's extra bank that you really don't see that from the grandstand area so imagine that so i'm, I'm a basketball player so i'm just going to imagine this in basketball terms here a normal size basketball hoop is 10 foot so 10 foot off the ground that's two and almost two and a half like normal size basketball goals off the ground that is tall if anybody thought racetrack banking wasn't the real deal especially at batesville they, they were wrong um speaking of those grandstands um so y'all did a renovation a few years ago and i only mentioned this because i'm a big braves fan but i read in the democrat gazette that those grandstands are actually sourced from the old atlanta fulton county stadium Correct. I redone those grandstands in, and I don't really know now, I think it was 04 or 05 back in there, whenever they tore down Atlanta Braves Stadium. And they, they put all the stuff up for auction and bid. And I bought the seats out of there, and I got uh, around 3,000 chairback seats from Atlanta Fulton Stadium. So it makes it, you can bring your lawn chairs. I have good, comfortable seating that way, or I have uh, chairback seating. So it's kind of like going to Bush Stadium or a major event. Now we got the right kind of seating. Exactly, it it just kind of helps helps retain fans too, because they know they got a good place to sit. They can bring in lawn chairs, bring coolers, and all that stuff, and and uh, just makes it a lot easier. I've been I, this summer. I went to the uh, the Tulsa Speedway, the new Tulsa Speedway, um, up there that just opened a couple of years ago, and uh, they've gotten a lot better since their first year. But I, I think I heard their their owner talking about they wanting to put in some chair back seats, and now we know that you know it's it's definitely possible to do that. But that that's just a cool little tidbit. Uh, so for any baseball history fans wanting, uh, you know, if you want any more reason to go out to, to the Batesville Motor Speedway, there you go. Go out and sit in the chair that, you know, people watch Hank Aaron crank the ball out of the yard in. Um, you talked a little bit earlier about kind of having up and down nights, you know, financially and also I'm sure some drivers have had some things to say to you. Uh, but what would you say has been, you know, your proudest and happiest moment as a track promoter, like that perfect night where you had great turnout, great race, and really just made you step back and say, this is why I do it? Well, that's coming up pretty soon here, and that's my topless 100. Uh, excuse me. Our, this is our 31st annual topless 100. And, and back in the day, 31 years ago, half the people listening is not even 31 year old, but when I started this, nobody ever took the tops off cars. And I want to do it to be different. Plus, my racetrack, you're looking down on the car, so it's a different perspective. So now, or nationwide, you hear the top was four, the top was this, the top was that. Nobody had ever done that before until I done it. So, you know, I actually like that. It makes me kind of feel good. When I put on a good race last year, they run 100 laps on the final lap 
they went into third one and two and changed lanes and then three and four passed again so when you get down in that kind of racing after 100 laps that I, that just makes you feel good you know i like to see that kind of race absolutely that's the kind of stuff that you you go you know that's the kind of stuff you pay admission for it must be so cool speaking of the topless aspect to see you know you can most of the time, especially in the cars that they race at short tracks, you can kind of see the driver working, but when you're looking down like you are at Batesville, you can kind of see the driver working and, you know, maybe shifting on restarts or whatever they're doing. You can really see them driving the car, especially late, getting to see those those last lap passes, those crossover moves and kind of the stuff that, that you know, we all dream about doing, you know, under little and, and wanting to be um, a race car driver. Um, Correct. You said that 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 topless 100 is is a big moment for you and i assume it's it's a big moment for the community as well to come out and support their drivers but how much of an impact do you think the track has made uh, on the local area and and how much do you think it really means to the communities of of locust grove and batesville well i i'm not the economic development committee but it's absolutely it's absolutely phenomenal because there's not a motel room you can't ever get a motel here we usually fill up most of searchy and that's 45 mile away so it's a magnificent for everybody in the economy now not only that one event you know you got racers that break something and go to the park store every after every weekend so and they stop and fuel their hours up after the races every weekend so it's magnificent i mean it's been awesome for the community and even the surrounding community all the areas around you know a lot of times newport has told me they filled up all their motels you know so when you're in a smaller area and you don't have as many many hotels they have to travel a little bit but racing fans don't have a problem with that I think that's what makes some of these smaller short tracks, especially the ones like yours that have such great racing, that's what makes it so important to me, at least, to, to do stuff like this, do interviews and try to get the word out about them because they do, you know, even if you're not seeing their name on, on Sports Center or on, you know, the you know, Fox Sports or whatever it is, they still do mean a lot both economically and, you know, emotionally. And, I mean, there are drivers, I'm sure, that have been, you know, racing at Batesville for, for generations and so many stories. So it's really cool to hear of tracks like yours, especially, you know, in some smaller areas. I mean, Arkansas, <laughs> I know this, it is a small state. It is a family community state. I mean, we yes, we still got millions of people, but it, it's a lot of small, you know, dotted you know, dot on a map towns, and it's so cool to hear of tracks like yours that kind of help bring a lot of people together, and especially have a great economic impact um, on the surrounding areas. Because I'm sure that's a time that I know you look forward to. Is you know, it's kind of your flagship race, your Daytona 500, if if you will. But uh, I know the towns probably look forward to it um, as well. Um, has there been any? Let's see. Has there been any moments where, kind of the opposite of what I asked you earlier, had there been any moments to you, you know, financially or on the track that you kind of make you wonder, why did I do this? Well, you know, I've made some of my mistakes. I mean, we're all human. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life out there, and but I'm a risk taker, <laughs> and you're not going to be a promoter if you're not a risk taker, you know. And I've jumped into, I know a little bit about, or I think I do about the racing world, but I've, I've promoted wrestling events. And I've promoted concerts, and I've promoted different things, and, and yeah, I wish I'd never had seen and heard of Travis Tritt. I had a huge Travis Tritt concert out on the infield, and it was a complete catastrophe. <laughs> and uh, 
I lost major money. I mean, I'm not, I'm just a working man. So I actually had to go make a loan to make payments. And I, I lost $126,000 in one night. And I had about 400 people show up and I needed 10,000 people, you know. Uh, so yeah, I've had some catastrophes that I went home and hugged my head low and thought, man, am I gonna open this back up and do it again? Or I've dealt with wrestlers that we're gonna go partners and you know they're kind of like I'm not knocking all wrestlers, but the ones I had was let's count the money just you mean you count it over here and the other well it's me and you count it and trying to cheat the other and I said man that's not my style I don't do that we're gonna be counting in front of everybody you know yeah so yeah I've done some things that I wish I wouldn't have but man I've I've had a great time I love it and I've had a lot of fun I'm so busy now with my other occupation that my racing years are numbered every year I say it's my last (laughs) uh but the right guy hadn't come along. You know, I, I won't just, I had a guy a couple of years ago wanting to buy my place, but he had a lot of, he wanted to just run once a month. He said, I'm going to race six times a year and that's it. Mm. Man, that that will kill the local guys for racing. He just want to have big events. And I'm not saying that won't work, but I want to take care of my local guys. I want to give them somewhere to go every weekend, you know. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like uh, you know you're you're a lot better of a, a promoter, and also just a lot better of a man than a lot of promoters used to be. There's a there's a great story about the the Blackwell brothers, Tom and Pete, who used to own the Greenville Pickens Speedway, and how they didn't pay a contractor once for building a fence, and that contractor actually broke into the ticket office after a race, held him at gunpoint, took the money he was owed, and then left. So it sounds like uh, you're not cheating anybody, and, and that's good. Track owners have certainly evolved, especially short track owners have certainly evolved in terms of uh, morality, it seems, since the, the 50s and 60s um, and 70s. Uh, well, thank you so much for coming on the show. One last thing here before I let you go. Uh, just tell everybody um, you know, the address of the track, maybe where they can go online to, to connect with it, and, and how they can get out there and see some great racing. Well, that's uh, BasefulMotorSpeedway.com is our web page, but I think very few people use the web anymore. They go to Facebook, so uh, go to our Facebook page. I'm not a Facebooker, but my wife keeps up with it and answers people pretty quickly and keeps all the uh, information, keeps the winner's pictures, keeps upcoming events. We keep it posted. We're actually in Locust Grove, Arkansas, which is seven miles outside of Baseball, between Baseball and Heaper Springs. Uh, you can't miss us because we're in the city limits of Locust Grove and the only thing there is us. <laughs> so uh, there's nothing else. You ain't going to drive past us. We race every Saturday night. Uh, we have a special events about once every six weeks, and they're usually a two- or three-day show. We race Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday and Saturday. But, yeah, if you've never been, it's a great place. Father and son, I always say it's a great place for a father and son to come to become friends. <laughs> you know, it's a good place to hang out, and you're, you and your dad have a good time together. I can't wait to make it up there. And, and also, uh, you know, Arkansas, it's the natural state, and it's not necessarily the most exciting drive up there, I would say, but, hey, it's still a pretty nice drive up there compared to most other places. So, and you can also go to, to Mark Martin Ford, get yourself a new, I mean, I'm, I'm a Chevy guy, so I'm not going to promote the Ford brand too much, but, uh, you know, if you're, if you're into Fords for whatever reason, you can go check that out. Um, and he's up there sometimes. Um, got to meet him a few years ago. Great, great man, Mark Martin is. But uh, go check out the Batesville Motor Speedway, especially that Topless 100. I'll be trying to check that out if I can. Always a good time. So, Mr. Mooney, thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, wish you all the best of luck this year at Batesville Motor Speedway. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Have a good day. You too.